Another day, another podcast, another riveting episode of Last Call with Chris Michaels. So be prepared to be bedazzled. We're talking alliteration tonight. How many B's can we fit into a sentence before we go nuts? How many mic pops do we have to go through, like popping on a microphone, before we can continue? See, this is why we don't do alliteration that often, because we stumble over our words before we do anything. Before I get into the main, main part of the story tonight that I want to talk about, I just want to congratulate myself on being ahead of the curve and also being right months in advance when we brought up the fact that, guess what? You cannot find the approved form of any of the vaccinations, one. Two, the whole reason that all of these businesses are now trying to mandate all of their employees to get inoculated with whatever it is, is because the FDA approved Pfizer-BioNTech under the guises of Cominardi. Now, you cannot find Cominardi anywhere in the market in the world. It's not available. And thankfully, somebody by the name of Zachary Stiber from the Epic Times and also Meeling Lee, they have suddenly said, oh, Chris Michaels is right because we listened to the last call. But no, they don't say that. <laughs> they didn't say it, but they wrote a story in the Epic Times where they actually come across the same things that we already knew about. And they say under the emergency use authorization, everyone has an option to accept or refuse the product, meaning the vaccinations. And that means every person, military and civilian. So this is critical. All the mandates from the military to the civilian population are violating federal law. And this is according to Matthew Staver, the chairman of the Liberty Council. And uh, they gave an interview with the Epic Times. Just like we said before, none of this stuff is available. And they have no intent on making it available. Later on in the article, they did actually find some fool that says that they anticipate Cominari being on the market at during November at the earliest, which means it's not going to be November. And they tell the Arizona Department of Health this thing. A spokesman for the Arizona Department of Health, they said to that too. The Maryland Department of Health has also been told by the CDC that Cominari will not ship until the end of October, the beginning of November. Spokeswoman for the Washington State Department of Health, according to the latest update, DOH has received from the CDC, shipments of Cominardi likely won't begin until next month, meaning November. We don't expect vials of the brand name Cominardi affixed to them to be delivered until later in the year. So there's nothing, nothing out there. There is nothing out there that says that Cominardi is available. That's the only approved version of the supposed inoculation. The approved version, which is unavailable, is the justification that all of these little fascist companies aligning themselves with the federal Biden administration are giving for their mandates. 
So you must get inoculated. Oh, and by the way, the only approved version of the inoculation is unavailable. But we'll, we'll accept other products that are under the emergency use authorization, which means they're experimental. Uh, and and with, if you take one of those inoculations, you can guarantee your employment here. Otherwise, you go on unpaid leave. Ugh. How disgusting are these people? And a lot of these businesses don't want to do it. They're being strong-armed by the federal government. This is the epitome of fascism and, to, to a certain extent, communism. Uh, I've been reading a book lately uh, that talks about the lead-up to World War II. So it talks about 18, basically 1880s, 1870s, until about 1938, uh, 1939, and it, it is strikingly, strikingly relevant. It is similar in almost every single way. Uh, and it, it's just like the, 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 it, it, everything repeats itself. It's almost like we're being tested on a metaphysical level. Here is the same situation. Here are the same playing pieces. So what are you going to do about it? Are we going to go down the same road or are we going to do something different as a species? Because it's no longer national. It is a human species issue. We're fighting something that is extremely alien. Um, so it's, it's, it's very, very disturbing. So the article continues in a follow-up missive on September 22nd. Uh, there was the same formulation, this is from Pfizer, the same formulation being, they're referencing Cominardi and the Pfizer-BioNTech inoculations, and that the products can be used interchangeably to provide the vaccination series without presenting any safety or effectiveness concerns. And Staver says that that is not accurate. You cannot interchange BioNTech's Cominardi with Pfizer's shot from a legal standpoint they are legally distinct so that means that you can not mandate your employees to take inoculations where we don't know what the ingredients are under the emergency use authorization you cannot justify your mandates you cannot justify your employment conditions based upon a product that was approved and is not available anywhere in the world. You cannot legally do it. If you want to do something along those lines, then the only pathway that you have is to authorize or mandate the use of Cominardi. So until Cominardi comes out, you can sit down and shut the hell up because all of you out there that do not take that kind of path, you're all a bunch of medical fascists. That's what you are. There, there's nothing around it. Nothing around it. That's the only way to look at these people is that they're a bunch of fascists. And you have to start realizing this because if this doesn't become... If you don't realize what's going on, if you don't understand how all of these moving pieces are coming together, then you're constantly behind the eight ball, which is why you listen to the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels, because we're brilliant. We're cutting edge. We're always ahead of the curve because we're brilliant, lovable fuzzballs. And we don't take the mainstream narrative all too seriously because we're thinking human beings. 
one of the ways that we can prove how brilliant we are is by ignoring CDC numbers and FDA numbers, but we can look at economic numbers, specifically a couple of economic numbers when it comes to employment and also where various banks see when the COVID market, basically meaning the COVID uh, vaccines or COVID therapeutics, when that market will finally cool down. So basically what happens is they come up with a with a certain therapeutic or, or, or an inoculation, and everybody agrees that this is the way to go. Um, and so Goldman Sachs came out with a report, and they are throwing their money behind Roche and also another company, Shionogi. And they're saying that those products the, uh, are the, going to be the ones to really watch. It's not Pfizer. It's not Merck. Because everything that Merck comes out with, their pill that comes out... The biggest issue with the Merck bill, which is supposed to be, oh, it's a silver bullet against COVID, is that it alters your DNA. Good luck getting that. Well, who knows anymore? I was going to say good luck getting that approved. But nowadays, it doesn't even matter. You don't have to get anything approved. You just mandate the experimental treatments. But what's interesting about Goldman's uh, prognostication, prediction, is that no matter what chart, they came up with a chart, basically, that says, okay, this is the amount of money we're going to throw at COVID. And they don't see the amount of money that's being thrown at COVID. And they come up with three cases, you know, the medium case. So we're going to really go full on. We're going to invest heavily in COVID therapeutics. That's the bull case or the bear case where they say, eh, we're going to see what we can do. And we'll put money into it passively. You know, we're not going to really go after COVID. They don't see the COVID money peaking, no matter what case you look at, the bear, the bull, or the base case. So the low amount of investment, the the medium amount of investment, or the full bore investment, they don't see that money tapering out until the middle of 2022. And they don't really see the money evening out. So you see a sharp incline that's when they're going to invest everything. That doesn't stop until the middle of 2022. And then you see a decline and a steadying out. So they finally settled upon what therapeutics they're going to use. That number, that that line does not flatten out until the middle of 2026. So you should fully accept the fact that we're going to be in this bizarre dystopian bullshittery until at least 2026. That's when all of this stuff really starts to slow down. Now, the problem with all of this is you're going to have a severe population issue. Because, why? Because all of these supposed vaccines are causing a lot of harm. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how anybody tries to slice it. Whatever kind of data you're trying to throw at me, I can put holes through it because I've done the research. A lot of people have done a lot of research. And there was an article that came out on the expose. The title of the article is Investigation. Official CDC data shows a shockingly large increase of deaths due to the abnormal mystery caused. So what they're looking at here is that they have a category. The, the CDC has something called 
abnormal deaths. They track that figure. And normally it is around zero because, oddly enough, it's abnormal. So it's never going to be something that is common. Otherwise, it would be called common deaths. But if you look at this chart, it's from the CDC. They call it the weekly provisional counts of deaths. And also, uh, they overlay the COVID-19, also from the CDC's website, COVID-19 vaccinations in the United States. There Now, now correlation does not mean causation. So if we see two trends that go along the same lines, it doesn't mean that those two trends are actually interacting with one another. So, but there is a striking correlation between the number of abnormal deaths and deaths caused by COVID-19 vaccinations. Or I shouldn't say deaths caused by COVID-19 vaccinations. I should say by the amount of COVID vaccinations administered. They go along the same statistical lines. So there is a statistically significant correlation between those two data sets. Now, what's also interesting to consider is something, an article that was cited by my one of my favorite authors, Dr. Joseph Farrell. You can go to his website, gizadeathstar.com, uh, and he brings up another article from a website called marketticker.org and the title of the article is hiring manager i can't find employees so what this person did is he analyzed the amount of people in the job market basically between june of 2020 and september of 2021 so recent data Basically, what he came up with is that there are about a certain average of individuals in the job market, in the annual run rate of a non-institutional population, which means everybody above their 16th birthday. Basically, that's what it means. The only way you do not fit into these job numbers that are put out by ADP, Big-time company that tracks all sorts of employment numbers. They do uh, human resources, payroll, all of that stuff. ADP is huge when it comes to figuring out and noticing trends within the job market. So the only way to not fit into their particular numbers, uh, if you're an employee, if you're employed in the United States, is to, one, expatriate yourself, which means you're no longer a U.S. citizen. You go to prison, but that doesn't mean you're permanently out of it, because once you get out of prison, you can enter the job market again. You go to a nursing home, uh, okay, or you're dead. That's it. Those are the only options. You've got four options here. And so what happens is, is if you look at the number, an annualized run rate, means that there are a certain amount of individuals in the job market at any time over the course of 12 months. So to sum it up, basically, there are about 2 million people in the job market from June of 2020 to about mm, December of 2020. About 2 million people, right? But then in December, 
it changes. It goes from about two twenty-one to about two million one hundred thousand people to one million nine hundred people, and then the next month is one million seven hundred people, and then the following month is one point two million people, and then we get to August of two thousand twenty-one. We get to about nine hundred. 50,000 people, and then in September, we get about 900,000 people. So what made what made the annualized number drop from about 2.1 million in December of 2020 to about 900,000 in September of 2021? The only way to get subtracted from this annualized averaged number is to like i said before we'll go through it again revoke your citizenship go to prison go to a nursing home or assume room temperature and take a dirt nap and roll over and die what started this why is there this sudden decline throughout 2021 specifically a significant decline really being noticed at about may May, May, June of 2021, and it really being felt in September of two. What happened? What started the trend in December? Well, the vaccination campaign started in December of 2020. We really started to feel the effects of the vaccination campaign throughout 2021. And now in September and August, with all of the mandates you're seeing this number drop even more drastically. So we can only... Now, causation doesn't... Or or correlation doesn't mean causation, but it certainly raises a few eyebrows if you're into math. So that's going to be it for me. Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Find me, like me, share me. Twitter, Instagram. Wow, look at all the stuff. Last Call Caravan. And as always, I appreciate the beautiful, lovable fuzzballs that listen to me on a daily basis. Please do continue to do that because I think I'm going to change things up over the next couple of weeks. Not so much COVID. I'm getting tired of talking about that stuff and politics and all that. Maybe we'll shift focus into the more metaphysical realms and maybe even some history. Maybe we'll talk about history a couple of times, but not very well-known historical facts uh, because it could shed a light on what's going on today. So that's it for me. Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. As always, I appreciate your undivided attention.